his eardrums were scientifically altered for world peace. His ears are more finely tuned than yours or mine. He can listen to a podcast from a mile away. He is the most dedicated podcast fan in the world. I do not always listen to podcasts, but when I do, I prefer the Touch and Bomb Network. Keep listening, my friends. Geekish Cast, Episode 8, All Dogs Bark While Recording. I really like Clone Wars. I like uh, Episode Three. I usually fast forward through the drivel called romantic scenes, mm-hmm. and that was all poorly written, poorly acted. Oh God, yeah. Which is weird because I mean, you got Natalie Portman, who we all accept as a good actress, and I don't know if you ever saw uh, what was it My Life Is a House with Hayden Christensen, but the kid's not a terrible actor, and. George Lucas sure just drained the life right out of him, though. Oh, just the whole... I just fast-forward through those sections. I just call it, okay, this is good. Uh, Because it really doesn't serve a a purpose in the movie, showing that, in my opinion. Yeah, we know what happens. Mm Mm-hmm. But... Oh, just some of the dialogue. Oh, no. You're only beautiful because you're in... whatever. Oh, God, it was just terrible. Yeah, the very first movie... uh, the only thing I took away from the first movie was one badass pod racing game. Yeah. What was that on PlayStation? What system was that for? I played it for the PC. Oh, for the PC. Okay. Yeah. PlayStation uh, or one of the Nintendo. I can't even remember who had it, but that was a fun one. I played it all the way through. I got all the way to the very last track. I could never finish that track. It was so freaking hard. Uh, my daughter was really good at all the games. She couldn't finish that track, mm-hmm. but she finished every other track as well. Yeah, I played the um, just the Phantom Menace game for PlayStation One. It was it was all right, I guess. <laughs> it had no replay value. I didn't go back and replay it. But um, yeah, kind of. You played the new Battlefield yet? I don't have any play gaming system. Okay, not even your PC. Nope. Well then, that was a that was a terrible topic. We'll move on from that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just look at it when it comes to the games and everything. I don't reduce myself to a bunch of nervous twitches. Gotcha. Uh, that's how I look at a lot of the uh, playstations and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm going to play a games, I'm going to do a tabletop rolling dice and have an enjoyable socializing with a bunch of people. Yeah, I'm old school role playing games. That is kind of old school, and you called me a nerd. <laughs> So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So did, you, <laughs> did you ever play Knights of the Old Republic, or are you familiar with those at all? I did it on the PC. Okay. I did play the uh, Kator. I did the first Kator, and then when my computer upgraded, I couldn't 
I had just bought the second one and I couldn't play it. So I need to find an old XP. Uh, Actually, computer. if you if you have a Steam account, you can get Kotor two with the expanded. It's like basically, it's a high def expanded edition that plays just fine on modern systems. Oh, they fixed it. Yep, they fixed it. They didn't do a good job of telling everybody they fixed it, but they fixed it and they put it back out. And it's I've been slowly going back through it, but um, it's it doesn't hold up real well. The game system itself, the game styling, uh, it, you know, you can definitely tell it's an older game. I might have to try it out just to say I played it. Yeah, but uh, you know, for those of you that like uh, tabletop dice games, it is based on the D twenty system. Yeah. Yeah. So there's always that. But yeah, that's uh, as far as I go on the gaming systems. I just really don't get into not much into the games themselves because I'm too busy doing comic books, 3D, fan fiction, th- graphic novels. Okay, well let's let's talk a bit about that then. So um, you do you have Star Trek and Star Wars fan comics that you do, right? Yes. Okay, and are, I, you do long ongoing stories, so. Why don't you tell us about uh, just kind of the the top-down view on a couple of the things you have going and then tell us where to find them. Okay. Uh, I'm on DeviantArt, obviously, just like pretty much everybody else who's in the uh, doing any image. Uh, The Star Trek series is my primary. Uh, It's what got me into the 3D thing. I just found a couple of people who were doing the comic books and found 3D sets that I could work with uh, the free program Daz Studio and from there took those free sets and uh, wrote out a story in WordPerfect converted it into PowerPoint with layouts and uh, I used those frames and layout for how big the uh, render size should be and that's where I position everything and come up with my massive storylines Okay, so you you thumbnail then like actually inside of uh, I'm sorry, what what piece of software you said you use? For your I use Daz Studio for the drawing, and mm-hmm. I use PowerPoint for the actual comic book layout. Okay, so do you um, walk us through just like a page? So if you've got a page where you're going to do five five panels, do you lay that out first, and that's how you decide what to render? Uh, Mm-hmm. I would have written the whole story out in uh, WordPerfect. Okay. And then I look at that whole story, and I pretty much divide it up into these are the word blocks that I'm going to have, and then I divide that up into these two word or these three uh, will become word balloons. These two will be word balloons. These two will be two word balloons in each block. So I try to keep it to as small amount as balloons taking up the space as possible. So you see as much of the image as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people put too much into a frame and you pull away from the image. You have to balance them. And this is all self-taught. There's no book or instruction that I've found. It's just what I've learned as I've gone along. And from there, I'll uh, do that right-click on that frame in PowerPoint, and it tells me how big that image or that cube is, mm-hmm. like three inches by four inches 
or 3.5 inches by 4.2 inches. And that's what I will render the image as. How long, have you, how long have you been doing uh, comics now? 2008. So you got, I'm going into eight years now. Yeah. Hmm. I retired in August of 2008. My wife told me, you need to get yourself a hobby. Uh, I started working with True Space back in 98. Okay. And because I didn't have a computer, being on a ship, being underway, I kind of let that hobby fall to the side. But I always loved working with 3D objects. So I tried this free program. And it there's no manual, so I had to futz. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one thing. Um, for those those who don't know, Daz Studio is what would you call it? A competing product for Poser, which is one a lot of people have heard of. Um, uh, it was a competing program, and now Poser is now the competing program. Exactly. Uh, so it's it's switched places, and that's pretty much because Smith Micro has dropped the ball on maintaining the lead. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had the potential, and they've. I don't think their heart is in Poser. I think their heart is into uh, whatever other products they're putting out, like the manga, anime. Right. Which, uh, which I would imagine this day and age probably has a wider uh, popularity than 3D renders. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, you take a look on uh, DeviantArt. A lot of people are using the manga anime for drawing their uh, imagery than they are for doing the 3D, which is why I think Poser is slowing down for them, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate because Poser has some s- serious uh, significant things that are beat studio, hands down. Well, I know and, that when the last time I messed with Poser and it had the face room had been introduced, the face room and the materials room, I think, and it definitely was those things were easier to work in than some parts of Daz Studio. Um, dynamic cloth is easier in Poser. Uh, I would love to have the dynamic cloth from Poser in Studio because you can take any outfit and instantly turn it into that dynamic cloth and you could drape it properly onto any character. And that would make... Uh, the poke-throughs work so much better. Oh, absolutely. And just, you know, uh, having the... Now, again, Paul and Sounds I... Sounds like do, dog he, wants Yeah, you. that's Ollie. He's he's being a pain right now. I don't know what his problem is. But Mom's going to have to deal with him. Daddy's recording. Um, how bad is it? Is it real loud? Nah. Okay. But, uh, so, Paul and I both do a lot more sci-fi. And do you do superhero images, too? Or is that just me? I do it once in a while, okay. uh, but I usually, when I do the uh, superhero, it's done as a tune. Gotcha. Yeah, because, like, capes are a big part of, like, what I always try to do, and having the dynamic cloth in Poser was so awesome. You just take a half circle, pin it to the guy, and drop it. You know, you got your cape. Daz Studio, because of the rigging system, the cape, capes and cloaks are a little more difficult to deal with. Okay, the dog's getting a little bit too loud. Okay. Well, Paul, we should probably stop things. I'm going to have to go deal with him. 
Yep. But uh, cool. Hey, thanks for thanks for doing this. I do appreciate it. Yeah, we'll pick up on the uh, differences between Daz and uh, Poser as another subject later. Yeah, you know, make a note on that. Let's let's write that down. Actually, I'm surprised they behaved as long as they did. We're going to wrap it up there for tonight. I want to remind everybody, if you want to reach out and say something to us, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekishcast, on our website at geekishcast.com, or on Twitter, you'll find us at the geekishcast. Also, we are now on the Tangent Bound Network, which can be found at tangentboundnetwork.com. Please rate us and review us anywhere you find us. Please check out the other shows on the Tangent Bound Network. We'll see you next time. Have a good night.